All right, uh, we got YouTube pulled up today to see what the internet's got to offer us. And we got Joel in the house from uh, E1 and What's his up? band Basement Family, you know, all his, all his stuff he does. Um, and we got Garth Brooks in the house. Well, I guess it's official. We're now on Facebook. I really wasn't sure about this at the start. But then a friend of mine said something that just made all kinds of sense. She said, think of it more as a conversation. I like, I like that. that. But I'm already finding out on my own. So it's wiping the walls out between you and me. And I really like that. It allows us into each other's worlds, or I guess in my case, hotel room. Hotel room. Gotta wipe those walls. When I think about things I want to post, <laughs> I want to post cool stuff, slick stuff, neat stuff. But most of the stuff I'm going to post is going to be raw stuff like this. Man, can you imagine like the fifty-something women just who I am. watching this on Facebook so this and being like, "Oh, what I give to be in that hotel room." And I say, "Let the conversation." I can imagine the fifty begin. women just immediately becoming soaking wet when he says the word "raw." I meant fifty-something-year-old women. I should have said. Oh, raw Garth. No, I think the title at this to that point, is great. I think that yeah. only only fifty women watch that video. No way, dude! Like millions, a millions of men, but only fifty women. No, women love Garth Brooks. Nah, it's true. We love you, Garth. Garth Brooks' first Facebook post and video: amazing, authentic, and, and transparent. transparent. So cool. I want to post slick stuff. Nothing ever became of this, though, right? Is he still vlogging? I think his people made him cool it way down. I don't think he ever made another one that was like on this level, you know? The level of like serial killer sending you random recorded videos? Yeah, it's so cool. They're like, you should do. Rain him in. You should do Chris Gaines vlogs. Where he's like, uh, he's like wearing a mask and he's talking about like, humanity has betrayed me. Then he goes off and camera for five seconds. It's time for you seconds. to suffer. He comes back as Garth Brooks, like, "Hey, man, what did I miss?" Right. I just I was thinking he has entire conversations between himself and Chris Gaines. I also forgot about the Chris Gaines mask, that famous Chris Gaines mask that he wore. <laughs> <laughs> I've always thought his alter ego should have been Dark Brooks. Oh, that'd be really cool. Instead of Chris Gaines, it doesn't even rhyme. Sid and it's Barth? like the Venom thing, where Dark. like the. Barth the Grooks is definitely space. a band name. You know there's a fucking band called Barth Grooks out there. Darth, Darth Brooks? Oh, God, dude. There Darth definitely <laughs> is. God damn it. Barth and it's, I didn't it's think the I'd philosopher. Get, I didn't think I'd get this mad into the podcast. And I'm already really upset that you said Darth Brooks, and I realize there's definitely a shitty band out there named that. Oh, yeah. Everyone's going to get way more mad as we go along. we got a lot of really shitty stuff to listen to today. That might have been like the most famous one right there. I think we're going to go pretty deep into the weeds here. Um, they do exist. And you know what? They're apparently taking over uh, North Carolina. Really? According to their Facebook. They are a band? What kind of band are they? Wait, can I guess? I bet they're like some sort of lo-fi, like indie shoegaze bullshit. Like the, like, it could be some kind of like self-aware, ironic like country pop, though. No, because that's too on the nose. Like, if you're going to yeah, do that. People like that love on the nose stuff. That's so on the nose, though. I feel like the irony is just going to be like, oh, we're called Darth Brooks, but we're actually like a decent band. Not decent, but like not an abhorrent genre or anything like that. Well, I listened to it, and it sounds like Pearl Jam with a saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> so it rocks. All right. Oh, so it just sounds like Bob Seeger with distortion. All right. So. Let's do another like tangentially music related video that's like pushing the boundaries here. I know Alex, you're saying there's a bunch of the, these out there, but I always really loved this particular video. 
of a big mouth billy bass uh, that's running out of batteries. Hell yes. This is my shit. I think this is like a genre of YouTube videos. Imagine if a band could pull that kind of stuff off live where they could go into complete chaos and noise and come right back into a 50s pop song. <laughs> it's some Sonic Youth shit. Noise but it'd be, it'd be so hard. It's beyond noise breakdown. Like If they could really pull that off, that would be incredible. <laughs> That's such a good song for it, too. I know. It's better when it's like that than um, Take Me to the River. Yeah, that's, that's played out. That one's the the thing about that video that I love is that it's like the comedic timing is there naturally. Yeah, yeah it's where it insane. starts off kind of funny and it gets funnier and funnier because it gets more and more fucked up. Like that fish well, knew what it was doing, and it also doesn't completely die. Like you you think it's done for when it goes into just complete distorted. Yeah, and then like, it comes back to the do a diddy diddy stuff, yep, and it's just with, oh god, it's so funny with new life. Yeah, it's beautiful. <laughs> new verve and joy de vivre. It's amazing how that works. How it like. When it goes into the call and response part, only part of it is distorted, and the other yeah. part is fine. Like yeah. I, I don't know how that how that makes sense, but Would it's it magic. I, I think it might be pitch based because it's like look good, look fine. You know what I mean? It was getting oh, all the so high pitch parts good, look, but it's barely any different. It's not like a, a really different pitch. Uh, I guess you're right. It is actually the same pitch. I mean, it's I close. Know. You're right. You're right that it is different, but it's just really close. It'd be. It has to be it, I guess. I don't know. Yeah, I can say, but it's it's like such a classic to me. The guy who wrote Do Wa Diddy Diddy also wrote Do Do Ron Ron. How would you learn to speak English? I was gonna yeah. say, is he just is he just stupid? He's a baby. <laughs> He's just a baby. <laughs> a baby could write that type of like those are very sing songy melodies. <laughs> they just paid the baby in cigarettes. Well, speaking of actually, so speaking of people whose English is uh, passably good, but not their first language, um, I know, Alex, you were saying that you haven't seen this one. I feel like it was kind of a hit, like, I mean, over 10 years ago. It's called Speak the Hungarian Rapper. Um, haven't seen it. His name really tells you absolutely everything you need to know. But let's just get into this one. I think the intro is really funny for like what, they're, what they say, and then the song itself is really good, too. Um, this is a very like Bush era protest song, I would say, out of Hungary. The Three, video was posted, it said two, 2006. One. Yeah, so like into the Iraq war already. Yeah, it, the video looks like it's not from 2006, though. Oh, yeah, it looks like the 80s, but maybe that's just because it's 2003. <laughs> there we go, never mind. 2003. They people made the right decision. I don't want a war, I just want to be. It might as well be the same police sample from that Diddy song. Yeah, you're right. It's totally trying to get that vibe. No, it's not even trying. It's just doing it. It's like the only song. 
my respect. Gee, come on. That P. Diddy song was way too bouncy. And I understand you. Like. <laughs> He sounds like happy that he died. Yeah, we should listen to him here. Peace. September 11. Catch the bad man. Stop your plan. Be led in Tangala. <laughs> Stop the war. It's a very right. long intro, too. Sometimes people make a war. <laughs> Don't know what it's for. Business. 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 He just answered their question. Come on, once again. Profound stuff. I mean, I guess he's not wrong. Also, you called that an intro, Charles. I think that was his first verse. (laughs) It was a verse. I never thought of it that way. I I think think that was his flow. You're right, man. That's right. Because listen to this one. I don't want a war. It's the same shit. <laughs> I just You're want right. to live, love each other. He's the first my rapper family, to do intro hook, friends. intro hook, intro Nobody hook. Nobody wants war. Well, I think he's just way into Sprechsteam. Yeah, come on. What year is this from? 2003. He said that at the beginning. Oh, right. I, I trust him. Simple it's definitely land. like a, Simple a rock war we have so many Alex, if you had to guess what year is it from, Word just looking at big. it and hearing it. A place enough. That's right. Uh, come on. I'll probably put it a little earlier. Don't make war anymore. Show the right way. So you'd, you'd say this is the first hip hop song Don't ever made. Each other. Oh, easily. Even before uh, Laffy Taffy by Stop D4L. Right. I pray for God. Stop I guess technically this is more tasteful than like Sugar Hill Gang or something. Oh, there's that high harmony. Sugar Hill Gang was pro war. The piano reminds me of that, uh, was it Simple Plan or Good Charlotte that had that song with the piano in the car accident? I'm sure they both had those songs, right? <laughs> yeah, that's the problem. That's the only way they ever had tragedy in their life is one of their dipshit friends flipped their car doing a donut. I think that's Good Charlotte. Oh man, you didn't think they were going to take it another level higher, but they did. Oh, it was Untitled by Simple Plan. Shit. That was a meme on YTMND. Oh, nice. Back in the day. That was um for making fun of emo kids. That oh, is kind I of the arrow we're getting at emo kids. God, this video is so good too, where they're all standing like side by side with their arms just like limp at their sides. Legs spread apart. He's just holding clearly He's holding a dirty like a pigeon. It's a pigeon. It's not a turtle dove. That's a pigeon. Oh, he's shouting out all the other singers' names. Yeah, my favorite member is Bebe. I'll be back. I'll be back. I'll be back. He invented that. <laughs> Oh, that's what everyone's quoting. <laughs> okay, yeah, that was that's just a classic song though. That was I feel like that I one thought. was a pretty popular meme, but it doesn't hurt to revisit that. I don't know. I don't think I saw that one until you showed it to me. Maybe so. I don't know. Yeah. I might be overestimating its popularity. Yeah, yeah I, I think it until has, just now. I think it just has a huge influence on you. And yeah, your that's music. true. It did actually. That's a top ten video from that era, probably. That's like super early YouTube is when I found that. Yeah. Like, you know, oh five, oh six, YouTube. Remember Chuggo? 
Oh, yeah, that's a classic, too. Should we pull that up, actually? I love Chuggo. What's Chuggo? You never heard of Chuggo? Staff. You fucking guy. Come on, guy. Come on, guy. No, I definitely have not seen this. <laughs> I definitely have not. Oh, fucking guy. Is he like CGI? <laughs> Not even him or the, the backgrounds? It's him. No, there he is. Shit for the time. Come on, fucking guy. On my way to the suit in the tie. Ah! Come on, fucking Well, now we're going to go down to even. That guy's just shitting. That guy's just shitting. They just showed him shitting. But this is like proto. um... That's What's so that guy? Real. I put that brick Anything in your face. That's what I deal. Oh, who was that guy? That guy was so angry. Oh, he's called Stitches. That's what I drink. Oh, Stitches. Yeah, that's the guy who had the, the Joker tattoos like on his lips or around his lips. Hence his name, Stitches. He probably feels weird about that now that it's a cliche. Oh, I think he got that tattoo when it was already a cliche. I love songs where the rapper runs out of lines after the first verse. Yeah. It just My gets noticeably that, worse. Um, Joel is Ace Hood, woke up in a new Bugatti. Where Rick Ross ends his verse by just yep. completely losing steam, and he's just like, "We trill as hell, yep. yeah." <laughs> okay, we don't need to hear this whole song, but let's hear some Stitches too, just to kind of. I feel like Stitches is the 2010s version of Chuggy. When is this from? Because this is important. Because like they're they are very very related. They're both just like over overweight bald white dudes so it looks like stitches is 2014 so it's like yeah nearly a jesus that's later, way too late that's way too recent oh also charles we've talked about this before but that like keyboard sound oh yeah that's so good <laughs> it's just like a stock yeah, from any sort of and they're just playing so like the first three white keys way. in a row up and down. Yep. Yeah. No, it's definitely just A minor, just straight up. Yep. Yeah, that's a pretty bad beat, I gotta say. Oh, we we actually we have to listen to the song until we get to the bridge because that might be the most aggressive part. Yep. This is 2010's Chuggo. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Amazing. Although I gotta say, it's better production than Chuggo, but both have their charms. Ooh, I don't know, man. I might take the Chuggo beat I mean, over this one. Yeah. Chuggo I mean, beat is way better. quality, I'm saying. I guess it's a worse way song, more depth higher quality production. Lyrically, oh, here we like, go. This is it. I put... <laughs> I was going to say, lyrically, this one's a little more thematically like on point than Chuggo, probably. Yeah, but it has a very clear concept. Yeah, yeah. I know, there's probably enough um, angry, bald, white guys rapping. But this is going to be a good segue into, you know, the corners of YouTube that I find myself in way too much. What are you thinking? I'm saying, well, we got to go to Crunk Core. 
I just don't know how far we want to get into it. I love Crunk Core. I miss it so much. Um, I mean, I want to actually end by going to the newer. Let's start with the older stuff. I'll pull up um, some Broken Side, maybe. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Start with like the more cliche stuff and work our way uh, kind of up to the more like trap metal sounding stuff. But it... Even I'm looking. Crunk Core is clearly fucking like it's a terrible, terrible style of music, oh, but yeah, it's, it's kind of fascinating. Like it's pretty it's, incredible it's that it exists. As quintessentially suburban as like pop punk is, you know. Yeah. The Crunk Core definition on Wikipedia, the preview: Crunk Core is a fusion genre characterized by the combination of cultural and musical elements from crunk, screamo, pop, electronic, and dance music. The genre often features screamed vocals, hip hop beats. And sexually provocative and sometimes <laughs> well, racist. When you're right, lyrics. you're right. <laughs> <laughs> like, wh- what? Did you add in the sometimes racist <laughs> part in there? No, that's part of it. That's, it has a bunch of like citations for that. <laughs> oh my God, Broken Side had a song featuring E40. Uh, I mean, How did that happen? Because E40 oh, yeah, does all that. features ever. That's true. He's like he done the most music features like anyway. He just did it as a as a bit almost. I remember that video. He wasn't in the video. They like Skyped him. Oh, in. cool. A definite throwback. The beat is a lot more memorable than uh, what we just heard from Stitches. Anyway. The comments on these videos are great. It's uh, it's all like people who were twelve when it came out being like, "Why did I listen to this?" <laughs> Okay, this song aged better than I think it. <laughs> Are you sure about that? <laughs> Who would have thought? I'm not joking. Yeah, no, I'm serious. Because at least there's like an in, like a sort of an interesting like dance beat behind it. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, if you took the beat and had someone else do it, it could be a decent song. You'd have to remove like one yeah. or two elements from the beat, though. It's so busy and annoying. Definitely keep the guy howling. Yeah. What? <laughs> Well, no, okay, but I think I think you could even turn that way low in the mix and it might work. I'm I'm going. I like it. You're just yeah, becoming like an unironic. This is where where you can't tell if it's like a pick scrape. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. That could be cool. Like if we had the raw files, like just the Pro Tools session of this song, I bet we could make something good out of it. What do you think of the lyrics? If we deleted the verses. They had so many guys in this band. Three? I thought it was like five. I can't really tell. There's too many girls. I get oh, I confused how many people are in the band. At their commercial peak, they had four members. One guy that did keyboards and synthesizers and programming. One guy that did the fog machine. <laughs> they had the, they had the fog machine guy on the. Uh... <laughs> That's so cool. It's like Jeremy Ward in um, Mars Volta doing like the soundscapes. Yeah, sound manipulation. Yeah, fog machine guy. Mission of Burma had that dude too, who was like just their like sound engineer. Or the guy in Pavement who just like plays a cowbell and shit. Yeah, but he used to play drums. Maybe their fog machine guy used to rap. <laughs> if your band doesn't have a fog machine guy, man, you gotta get with the times. This is the 2010s right now. 
these 40s that they're holding in this video too, there's no way that they're actual booze. It would be cool to be the fog machine guy and have, get a big ego. Yeah. And try to do a fog machine solo. No, here's the thing. The fog machine guy is <laughs> the only 21 year old. No one can see. The fog machine guy is 21, so he buys them the OE 40s. And the fog machine guy goes solo and he just attracts a bunch of Sun fans. Yeah. <laughs> Alex, do you want to pull up the band you were talking about next? Like Millionaire? Millionaires. I'm, oh, yeah. Okay. Female now Broken Side. Now that I've... Oh, it's Female Broken Side. Now that I've... Uh, um, Woken Side. Confessed my, my love for Broken Side, I'm really excited to hear more Crunkcore uh, in general. Yeah, you might just become an actual fan of the genre. I might start my own Crunkcore band. <laughs> you gotta find a fog machine guy quick. Millionaires, bitches. <laughs> Again, another good beat. See? Is this around the same time, Alex? You're in the air if you're yeah. All the boys are getting hard down the fuck tonight. One thing oh, on God. my mind. City dry. I can imagine a pitchfork review of this about how these uh, girls are so empowered. Yeah. Yeah, it was a little too early for that. Well, now they're just straight up doing blow. These ladies are out of control. Yeah, this is edgy. They got a lot of money too. <laughs> yeah, this is the best thing we've listened to so far. I forgot how bad the, the transition to the chorus is. It's really bad. I know. Well, it's it's not bad. It's just sudden. You know. This is the kind of song where like. In a I'm wondering society, how they're gonna get out of this chorus. This is where they've really backed themselves into a corner here. Ooh, that worked. It did work. But yeah, in a better Musical. society, this is the kind of song where you shouldn't be allowed to listen to it if you're over 18. Like, <laughs> if you, you have an idea, you can't listen. You have to be exactly 18. Yeah, that's true. Maybe like 15 to 18. I think you should have to be way too young so you can just learn a bunch of things at once. <laughs> yeah, that's like, true. You can just learn about drug use and sexuality and like dance music. Well, you'd have to be like 11 or 12 to find this truly like riveting and very cool. Yeah. Yeah, I'm partying like a millionaire. They're talking about Jeffrey Epstein. <laughs> Sorry, what year was this from again? 2007. Oh, oh damn, I would have guessed. Earlier than I was expecting. Wow. Yeah, I would have guessed more recent. Maybe they were just that ahead of their time. Man, they should have been huge. This stuff rules. Yeah, they only had one studio album. Last release was 2017. Really? They lost one of them. It's only the two who are sisters. Oh, they're sisters? That's even fucking funnier. Also, them being millionaires, and the song is called Party Like a Millionaire, they're just following that tradition of bands and artists, you know, saying their, their band name and then party like a something. Yeah, this is like Black Sabbath, Party Like a Black party Sabbath. Party Like a Black Sabbath. From the yeah, album Aerosmith, Black Party Like an Aerosmith. Yeah. Man, this rules. Yeah, I think I'm good on it, though. We can stop it now. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's this rude. Right. This is oh, Millionaires. I like money. This was their first song that they uploaded to MySpace. So, okay, this is going to probably sound sexist. Let me just preface it by that. But, like, the, like, white girl 
kind of trying to hip hop, like rap style with dance music going on, like it all comes across as the same delivery to me. Because I know the thing that we're going to listen to next, Charles, yeah. it feels like the same sort of like sassy, bratty delivery. What about the delivery you're saying? It's all the same. Yeah, totally. Yeah, it's all the same flow. Are you saying that this genre is extremely narrowly defined and not meant to stand the test of time? I'm saying women can't rap. No, no, that's not what I'm saying. <laughs> we got to do something about it. Again, this beat is and production is way more interesting than anything else. It's true. It's very I think busy. It's, I think it's like a, a default I like how, sample. I like how Charles is like one of the guys who will throw on like tons of production and delay onto everything and layer 17 guitars on one track or on one song, but then like, this is too busy for him. <laughs> or I listen to like just Animal Collective sounds, where it's just like... Yeah, yeah, yeah just because it sounds slightly more busy than like a Sonic the Hedgehog song. Yeah. <laughs> it's too busy for your taste. You hear that cowbell there? You're going nuts. Damn, these, these girls must be so rich. They have so much money. Yeah, there's no way there's no way that money in this picture we're looking at is fake. Yeah, it's only twice as big as real yeah, money. I was going to say, even though the $100 bills are like the size of pizza. The chalice that that one girl is holding is clearly from like Spencer's Gifts, and it's just these like plastic little studs on it. She probably bought like a Eric Cartman like doll at Spencer's Gifts with that chalice. Bands should get really into Spencer's Gifts shit. This is like the demographic that it was made for, you know? We need to bring that back. Can you imagine just being stuck in a Spencer's Gifts for all eternity while millionaires played and only millionaires? That'd be cool. Yeah, that would be awesome. Actually, didn't, What's the problem? didn't um, Warp Tour stop existing? There's a, a chance for Spencer's to do like Spencer's Tour and get all these it's, bands didn't, to do like... Didn't Spencer's stop existing? Well, yeah, I guess maybe so because malls stopped existing. No, it's got a... It's got to still be there. I haven't seen Hot Topic in a while, but I've seen Spencer's Gifts. Okay. Recently? A few years ago. Did you go in? I went in there with my mom. It was kind (laughs) of weird. (laughs) Did you feel embarrassed because there was all kind of like doo-doo jokes? Yeah, poo-poo pee-pee stuff. Pretty gross. Yeah, Yeah, like really outrageous, uh, what do you call them? Like just like little Hallmark cards, but they're way more outrageous. There was a poster of Carmen Electra in a bikini and you just blushed. Yeah. yeah, I threw up out of rage. <laughs> Why did you go there with your mom? Was there something you're getting or she getting? Or they were looking for a funny gift for their for his dad. No, we were just walking around and like randomly went in there. You were like, "Oh, this that is makes- a joke to me. This is really funny." But you're looking at all the posters <laughs> of Carmen Electra. And- no, I hate her for what she did to uh, Dave Navarro. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, how true. dare My boy she? Dave. How dare she? Friend of the show, Dave Navarro. Friend of the show, Dave Navarro. So here we got to go into the more recent years. This is more like post-crunkcore. I don't know. We call it like trap metal or whatever. But no, it's called post-crunkcore. I think that's exactly what it's. That's what it is to me, anyway. But Uh, yeah, I I would say it's proto-trap metal. Post-crunkcore, proto-trap metal. Scarlet can't trust her. Josh, but it looks like his name is Tosh because the font. Josh.0. Yeah. That's probably his like Twitter handle. Rar Films. Yes. Ooh. God, it this means song, I love you in dinosaur. This song fucking rules. 
you, you, if you could see the images of oh, no. You know that nothing good is coming from this, just the way the video builds up. This is one of those music videos that teenagers filmed in a park where I just love like being like a middle-aged woman walking your dog through the park and watching these fucking annoying kids filming this shit. Oh, yeah, I mean, imagine she... driving by it. <laughs> yeah. How many how many times do you think they like got the cops call on them? Clearly they're up to no good. Yeah, she's got a baseball bat, but there's no ball. There's no plausible deniability. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You kids should be locked up. That, that girl's boyfriend sounds pretty cool, actually. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the transition into this so is so hot. Funny. He comes in so fucking hot. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> is he telling that to her? <laughs> I have no idea. Yeah, I've never taken it that way. Is I see him as like, I think it's song? just authority figures in general. She's I like joining, to think that he's, she's joining in with him. No, I think that he's kind of like her Jiminy Cricket type of like uh, helper conscious person. And he's just joining in with her feelings. Yeah, the best thing about this video too is that none of them have any confidence. Like when they're not the featured person toward the camera, they all seem so awkward in the background. He basically has an attitude shirt on too. Open your mind before your mouth. I can't read the bottom there. I think it says something about someone being a whore. <laughs> People were so rude in this area, in this era, and in this area. I, I, I assume Wait, it's Ohio. <laughs> this might be more recent than you would like to. Yeah, I want to say this was uploaded in like 2014 or something. No way. Yeah, oh, dude. I think so, man. No it's, way. Yeah, yeah. Dude, it's it's not good. Not possible. Let me check. I'm ho I got it. Oh, it's oh, it's 2017, baby. Yes. <laughs> it's gotta be a re-upload. No. Nope. It cannot <laughs> be throwback. No, it's 2017, dude. <laughs> also, um God, that's awesome. I'm gonna so I'm gonna read you some of the some of the uh, YouTube comments here. Where are the parents at? <laughs> you know what UKMG uh, stands for? No. Unicorns killed my girlfriend. Uh, How'd you figure that out? I looked it up. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking this up and it's... Okay, Here's another YouTube, YouTube comment. comment. I was born I'm in the right generation. <laughs> Okay, what about this one? I'm going to sing this to my teacher because she pisses me off all the time. <laughs> That's exactly who they wanted their audience to be. That I would hate perfect. to be that teacher. Yeah, Damn, they'd, dude. they'd really be fucked up. So it was, um, the earliest date I can find is 2016. Yeah, dude. Yeah, this, this is, is 2017. Like Post-Crunkcore revival. Goddamn, that is depressing. But you're right. I mean, like, or not even hypothetically. This is definitely from Ohio. So, like, they just got broken side, you know maximum three years ago so i guess it makes sense i hope there's a revival of this in like 30 or 40 years scarlet is no longer the front woman for unicorns killed my girlfriend oh fuck dude that sucks what are they gonna do Did she go solo 
Is it just Tosh and Ton? <laughs> Tosh and Ton. They're the real talent anyways. How do we pivot out of this one, Charles? Well, I guess now that we've been enjoying the latest um, shitty music, we got to go back to the genesis of like shitty online music to the Napster era, which really is like one of the most unique eras of like memeable, just like throwaway songs, I guess. Like the pre YouTube. I've been thinking era. about that a lot lately. Yeah, it's like, um, let's start by listening to a classic. Let's listen to the um, System of a Down Zelda theme. <laughs> really, the only it's, System of a Down song I like. You, you know what's really, really weird about stuff like this is, is the second. It's one of those things you downloaded, you know, and you're just like, well, this is fucking dumb. I'm going to listen to it once, and maybe I'll show a couple of my friends. But if I mention it to most people my age, I feel like they <laughs> would know what I'm talking about. Yeah, it's true. I never, like, well, I guess I did actively listen to it a little bit on my own, but it was partly, like, a friend group thing of, like, oh, man, this shit's so wacky. Yeah, but it's not like you listen to it all the time. No, Like, no. it wasn't, yeah. But, like, yeah, the... I've been following System of a Down on tour since this came out, and they haven't played this once. You're shouting it at them? I guarantee someone shouted this at them in, like, 2001. Play the Zelda theme! You Armenian motherfuckers. I think it's too hard for them to do live. Yeah. It's a studio track only. Nintendo. So do you think the guy who made this, or the, the band who made this, they were, like, actually trying to rip off Surge? I don't know. It's hard to even Maybe. tell because it doesn't really sound that much. Like, it kind of does. Yeah, it's not like, I don't know what he was even going for, really. Obviously, like, a lot of people believed it was and still do. Dude, they must have been yeah. made fucking millions from this song. Like this particular video. That's what's so pure about it. It's live. It's so pure as a meme. Like it's, it's The title says it's live, but it's like really grainy footage of them playing something else. Oh, it's de- but the video is definitely retroactive from the YouTube era, you know? But just that original oh, yeah, MP3 they, yeah. you would download on Napster with no context, like, it's great that, like, 99% of people didn't care to, like, look up who it really was, so they didn't get but anything see, I from don't, it. There's, like, no I don't know if it. you could have very easily back then. That's that's what you're, you're using, like, the word pure about the kind of idea of doing it, but I really don't, I don't know how easy it would be to look that up, because I remember us... I remember sort of discussing with my friends. I'm like, this can't be them, right? Like, this is too goofy. And, you know, some people will be like, no, dude, they're like, they have a really good sense of humor. Like, they might do this. <laughs> I think we tried to look it up. And, like, I just don't know if that kind of information was there. Yeah, you'd have to go on, like, a system of a down GeoCities. But that's kind of what I'm saying is that it's cool because... And the only thing on the GeoCities is, like, they did not fucking do the Zelda song. But I'm saying that, like, you can't figure out who actually did it. So whoever did it didn't actually do it uh, in order to, like, promote their own real project. They just did it because they're like, I'm going to upload this shit and see what happens. Like, I mean, and, and that that's also assuming that they just put it up there as that and not someone else took it and then renamed it a system of a down and then put it out there, which is also just fucking weird to do. It's possible. That's like memeing at its purest though, because it's literally just like transmuted through random strangers and just changing the title of it on Napster. And like, it has like, it was impossible to direct the flow of it kind of, and there was nothing to be gained by it basically. Oh yeah. Yeah. I wish I had access to, like, the epidemiology of how those songs change. Like, how someone gets welcome to the jungle on their computer, and then one person, I guess, has to change it to ACDC. Yeah. Someone has to take that step and yeah. then re-upload and then it. Yeah, it just spreads, because it's a popular misconception or something. And then, like, 
there's actually a handful of artists I think who benefited from that milieu who were putting their own music up like Afro man, because I got high that definitely benefited from being like 13 year olds were downloading it and just being like, man, this song's so crazy. One of well, the craziest uh, songs of all time. Did, do you think that ever got uh, mistagged as Bob Marley? <laughs> I really hope so. Bob imagine. Marley was like the go-to guy. There's still uh, YouTube videos where that happens. Like there's one, Don't Worry, Be Happy by Bob Marley, and it's like the big picture of Bob Marley on the poster. <laughs> there was one that I, I remembered looking at a few years ago that was um, Bob Marley, Red Red Wine, or maybe Smoke Two Joints. Yeah. Uh, I've definitely seen the Bob Marley Red Red Wine, which is hilarious. It's just like, this song is reggae, therefore it is Bob Marley. Wait, Smoke Two Joints as in the Sublime version? Yeah, or maybe the original version. I don't know. But it was like, it was that, and then the comments were all, this is not by Bob Marley. What are you doing? <laughs> and there were like hundreds of comments like that. That's and then the I remember checking as... up on it a few months later, and the guy just closed the comments and didn't change the title. <laughs> <laughs> see, see that's, that makes Back more sense no to do that. You can clearly, yeah, you can clearly see like people getting upset, and it's kind of funny or whatever. But like with the Napster stuff or Kazaa or whatever, it's, it's even weirder to do that. Because you're like, are you just blatantly and unknowingly like fucking with people? And you don't even see the result? Like that's... I, Charles, you're using the word pure again, I guess. Like, that's more pure. It's just a weird prank or a weird thing to do. Yeah, it was a prank done for the sake of the prank and not to get and likes only or clicks or retweets or anything. Yeah. Is just yeah, to do a dumb prank that you don't even get to experience, like, the upside of. Except, I guess what you could do is you could watch your P2P, like, sharing thing and look and see people downloading it and be like, look at these assholes. Oh, yeah. But it's they true. Think I did shit is... like that for sure. Like, when you would go into, like, an AIM chat and just fuck with people... There was no purpose except amusing yourself, you know? Yeah. Um, Alex, I think you mentioned earlier, like, do you think System of a Down got bigger because of this? I straight up listened to Primus because I really liked the song Detachable Penis. Like, That's the greatest I serious, song. I, yeah, I seriously really liked that song and then did start listening to more Primus because I think it, it was probably more accessible than anything else Primus did. But eventually, you know, I found out, much to my dismay, that it was not them. Joel, you were telling us about another uh, hit on Napster that we didn't know about, the Britney You Suck song. This is embarrassing. Uh, that one's pulled up already, I think. Yeah. I don't know if we even need to justify that one by hearing it. It's really fucking... So, <laughs> so yeah, it was around the time that I heard um, the song The Passenger by the Deftones, and it was featuring Manor James King and my tool. So I thought there was like going to be a bunch of other like cool pseudo-new metal uh post-grunge bands getting together and making songs. And uh, I found one that was like, um, oh, I have it right here. It was listed as Limp Biscuit featuring Eminem, Metallica, Slipknot, Korn, Deftones, <laughs> and Kid Rock. <laughs> and I mean, like all those people could have been on the Family Values Tour at some time or another, you know? Can you so imagine? I was thinking that it was a... It's I like it, We yeah, Are the World or whatever, like, but yeah, with like, yeah. <laughs> with those bands, I would love to see that, like a "We Are the World" with that's, the. That's legit what I thought it was. And I'm like, the corn guy, fucking sweet, yeah. <laughs> like he goes into his verse, and it's just the the scatting. Yeah, Jonathan and then they Davis. do the drum fill from "Ball with a Ba," and then Eminem does like a verse from like "My Name." So they're is. just doing a medley of all their famous <laughs> songs. <laughs> um, but so Play I downloaded it. Penis. I, I downloaded it and it was just a song. We could play a little bit of it, right? Yeah, if you have it pulled up. Yeah. So 
Um, it's just a song about how these people don't like Britney Spears. It's called Britney Spears, You Suck. I hate her in Barney. Yeah, that was the same era. It was fashionable to to dig on both Britney and Barney. This song's dedicated for but Britney. Can you imagine the disappointment to 15-year-old Joel who was expecting at least like some distortion or some loud drums or something? Yeah, this one really sucks, man. Like this is just going to disappoint everyone. I guess I guess the point of this prank was to get everyone's hopes really high and then just Really high because they were about to hear the they were about to hear the best song ever composed by Limp Bizkit, Corn, <laughs> Metallica, Metallica M&M Slipknot, together. Hit Rock, so Eminem. <laughs> <laughs> All of those guys unplugged. Yeah. I, I wouldn't put it past them. Yeah, that's enough of that. Yeah, that's a, that's a fascinating little gem from the Napster era. So maybe then we should segue into this one that's not necessarily a song, but it's going to segue into your new song, Alex. Wait, before I... I, I just thought... Uh, it just occurred to me that the Napster era where everything is sort of sorted into a category of band that it sounds most like. Even if it's not actually that band, it's like anything that's like weird new metal is System of a Down. Yeah. And anything that's vaguely reggae is Bob Marley. Like it's almost as like the biggest artist. Yeah, it's almost like medieval music where pieces that are just in a, a choir book or whatever that people don't know the author for just get automatically assumed that it was like Thomas Tallis or whoever... The, oh, the biggest guy that was yeah. at the time. It's yeah. interesting. How yeah, that like you're because they'll also just be like, we don't we don't know if this was them, but we just assume it was because it had some similar chord movements. And it's like, well, that seems like a pretty big jump to make. <laughs> like, just assume that this is somebody's work based on. Yeah, because I mean, it's especially if you even think about like just the example of new metal. Like, if you just looked at the chords or listened to someone play it on a simple guitar, like from any system of a down song next to any, I don't know, like Deftone song, you could probably say that they're by the same person. I think in yeah, recorded music, enough. like popular music, especially the vocalists, like idiosyncrasies are a big part of it though. Like things changed too much once music was recorded. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, Definitely. Before yeah, I guess we're imagining uh, just... like System of a Down sheet metal. Yeah, sheet, music. <laughs> sheet metal. I like that. Sheet yeah. metal. <laughs> it's, it's called metal because they printed metal. it on metal because it was so heavy. That's what they used to do. Yeah. Because it was so heavy. Because System of a Down is the heaviest band. <laughs> Doesn't get any heavier than System of a Down. Real quick, just because I feel like we're shitting on them. I listened to Toxicity like two days ago and had a really good time. Yeah, I so. think some of that stuff actually holds up. I know Alex, you I were think just it saying does. that you didn't think so, but I think some of it does. Oh, I, I never really got into them. I Maybe it holds up. It was actually know. unfair to um, kind of put them in the group I, of artists they were with because they're a lot more yeah. like unique and strange yeah. kind of and i know people try to do that with like tool and deftones in particular like no they're different they're not new metal like those bands still kind of suck but like i think some of it down is unique enough yeah i can definitely get into some of that stuff still. i also didn't know that armenia was a country until i i think that's <laughs> a lot of people dude to their yeah, credit totally. they like drew a lot of attention to like the armenian genocide and shit yeah it is possible that yeah that's the first time i heard of armenia as a country i guarantee definitely it. definitely i was in fifth grade and i remember thinking like, cause they had something in the linear, like their uh, liner notes about it. I was like, oh, I don't know that that was a place, and I like looked it up or something. So yeah, absolutely. I guess it would track to age a little bit. Where if like early '90s, if that's when you came of age, it would be Robert Kardashian. And then if you came of age in the late '90s, early 2000s, it would be System of a Down. 
And then there would be the other Kardashians after that. God, what a <laughs> shitty way to be introduced to a country. <laughs> I'll take my version over the other two. Yeah, system of a down for sure. So, yeah, I guess this will be our finer, final Napster-related thing here. But uh, Stoned on Sesame Street. I, I don't even know if that's what it, this would actually be tagged as back in the day. But what do you want to say about this? It would be tagged as so many different things. This is like yeah. the apex of that. Like, I, I remember being showed this at like age eight from my friend on Napster downloading it on dial-up. There's no way you understood what was going on, though. No, I, I maybe had an idea of like what drugs were in general, but Vaguely. not like what they did individually. See, I thought for a long time that when he was hitting the bong, he was pouring a beer. <laughs> That's what it sounds like, I guess, right? Like, He's doing both. He's using it, using it as bong water. Yeah, are you watching the drink video, it like, after this animated video that comes with the YouTube video though? He's smoking out of the thing where you put the weed. He's not smoking out of the top of the bong. Dude, it also it reminds me it has this had to be on E-Bombs World or something like that or Newgrounds. Like this exact video that we're watching right now and it it is giving me like a real strong like nostalgic sense. Like I do kind of miss like this era of the internet where everything was shitty and this shit stupid and sucks. <laughs> yeah, I think it is. I think it's animated in flash which yeah. is such a distinct style yeah but the, the beauty of these is that since they started out as just mp3s there are a bunch of different videos that can go with them and there aren't really like there isn't a canonical video for sure yeah so they're like people would animate different things or just make a drawing and we we have no idea who makes the videos Someone just added this to exactly, it. Exactly, yeah. It's like, it was it such, gets copied. It was a pure way of memeing where like nobody really gets credit for shit. Wait, wait. I forgot what we were doing, Kramit. This one has like... I, I, I think do like Big the Bird is holding guy... a switchblade. Yeah. Or not even a switchblade, like a Swiss army knife. I do like that moment where he calls uh, Kermit the Frog, Kramit the Frog, and you can hear the voice actor actually start laughing a little bit just because he thinks what he's doing is just so next level. <laughs> I guess it's funny that he thinks it's funny, but this is so that's That's bad. what always makes me laugh. That was yeah. the funniest thing of all time to me when I was like 10 years old. Yeah, the comment oh, section definitely. is great because like some people are like, this was a million times funnier when I was 11. But then other oh, yeah, people exactly. are like still losing their shit over it. Like, damn, this shit rocks. I'm gonna go post Alex, this did on you, Facebook. Did you think it was funny when you heard it when you were like eight to ten years old? Or oh yeah, I lost my shit. It was, so it was I was, the I most was dangerous like, shit of all time. I was like eleven or twelve, and for some reason, um, like the local edgy rock station played it over their like radio waves. That was the first time I heard it, and I was with my mom like driving to the mall. And for some reason it came on and I remember thinking like, why would they do this? Like, why would they play this on air? And like not even thinking it was too funny because I thought I'd get in trouble if I laughed. <laughs> so it's so it I don't know what a bong first. is. That's how Alex felt when he went into uh, Spencer's with his mom. Yeah, it's, it's the you same feeling. You're going to get in trouble. <laughs> I'm going to get in trouble. <laughs> but this is two years ago. Because of these crazy t-shirts. <laughs> Yes, your mom just spanking the shit out of you because she sees a t-shirt at Spencer's. You didn't even do anything. It's yeah. just, you saw it. You just looked at it. I got in trouble because we walked past Spencer's gifts and she saw a I'm nasty sure it's an t-shirt. ass on it. Yeah. She just started wailing on you. And I got in trouble. Uh, okay. So Alex, uh, to sort of play us out here, do you want to talk about your inspiration for this song? 
Oh yeah, I made a, a musical adaptation of um, of Big Bird and Kermit Get High called Big Bird and Kermit Get High Two. Can I ask why? Because <laughs> I was I was thinking about it a lot, especially with Green Yoda, the idea of yeah a beloved character smoking weed. And I also just I think about this a lot. It just takes up so much. The idea that it's by Weird Al, the idea that it's by Tom Green or Eminem or whoever just takes up such a big part of my brain all the time. I want to say also that Alex did this to get back at his mom for what she did to him for the Spencer's <laughs> gifts thing. Yeah, I'm not going to get in trouble for this. Fuck you, mom. <laughs> this is the kind of music I make now and you can't stop me. <laughs> I, I hope they play this on the radio. Dude, you know that the, the Disturbed song, uh, is it Down with the Sickness where he does that like domestic abuse oh, solo yeah, in the middle? So of oh, yeah, that's so funny. You know that has been blasted at Spencer's Gifts a million times. <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> okay. Oh, fuck. I want to go to Spencer's now so badly. That sounds like fun. Don't get in trouble. We'll go out there. Maybe we could find some like Jinko jeans somewhere that are still, you know, popping off. But uh, yeah, let's play this song. Thanks for stopping by, Joel. Thank yeah, you. thanks for having me. It's always fun to listen to shitty music. <laughs> 